Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, joining me in the Jokes podcast studio, it's comedian Danny Ward. Hello, everybody. Hello, Danny. How are you doing? Very fine, thanks, Mark. Very fine. Yeah, very fine, thanks. Very fine. That's like a bit of that's like your catchphrase yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Is it, have you done that on purpose? Yeah, it's uh, if it's uh, a friend of mine just used to say it. How are you? Very fine. And I thought it's, so I've just nicked it. Oh, <laughs> lovely. So, uh, what's been going on? Partridge, champ. Partridge. Oh, you went to watch Alan Partridge. Went to see Alan Partridge at the O2. Yeah, I got a last minute email. Saying that they were giving some t- free tickets away. Lovely. So I guess, and when Cash I went back. online, there was a, <laughs> nice. When I went online, there was only about 100 available. And they were all right, you know, the bowl, the, the upper bowl at the back. There was just a couple of, you know, seats here and there. But for some yeah. reason, they decided that they, you know, wanted to fill them for free. So um, for a £2.75 booking, booking charge, yeah. there I was, down at the O2. Three stops on the tube. Out of five? I'd give it four out of five, to be honest. I yeah, enjoyed, oh, I, wow, that's I, good. I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's, and I was trying to think, you know, it was in 1997 that we were watching this, you know, mm. the, the, the really iconic sitcom seasons. It was 1997, 25 years. 1997? I mean, it was, it was, it, the character existed previous to that. But yeah, the, yeah. You know, the really big... You Just know, the Iron Man and Partridge Iron Man sitcom. and Partridge, yeah, the sitcom. Because when I was at university, and that would have been 03 to 06. Yeah. We would constantly yeah. quote Partridge all the time. Oh, yeah. I used to remember, like, um, when you got back from a night out, you just watched Partridge. And then, you know, the DVD holding page. Remember the old days, the DVD? Oh, where, it, uh, where it bounces around. Oh, wasn't it like the Bangkok Chick Boys? Yeah, and it's just that bow, 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 bow music, and he's just there oh, sort of dancing. Oh, yes. And I, I remember a couple of times waking up on the sofa in the living room at university <laughs> with that playing like two or three in the morning. Why are you doing that with your glasses, Danny? I don't know. Sorry. And um, <laughs> That looks like a new character you're doing. It, it looks sort of... Yeah, I quite it, like that. So the, the These are my readers, so I can't see you if I've got them on. That's, uh, that's what yeah, But you're not reading anything, so why have no, you got them? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, you went to the Partridge. Made, so I went to the Partridge, right? I went to Partridge. And, but how, it, what, how do you feel about comedy in an arena? Because well, I've got... Okay, yeah, you tell no, me... No, your, you, you tell me what you think. So I... Don't think it's good. Yeah. So so I've, I've seen it in arenas a few times. I, okay, so if I'm going to see a big name, I want to see him intimate. I, in like, I think 2,000 seater max to, to get the best experience. Um, I went to watch, the first time I went to O2 was the O2 Comedy Gala. The first time they did a Comedy Gala. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where they had about a million acts. On, I do. All top acts. 
And it was a really interesting experience because it started great. And then, it, as with any show, it was too long, too many acts. And then it started to really, the acts started to struggle, which was interesting to see top named acts sort of struggle. But not like proper Which struggle. top names, Mark? <laughs> not like proper struggle. But then I saw something incredible. And that was Lee Evans. So the, the gig was really tough. Everyone was tired. Everyone just wanted to go home. Lee Evans came on and I've never seen a masterclass in playing that, like an arena like that. He started and, he, and his first two, three, four, five jokes didn't really get anything. And then just, I can't explain it. It just went whoosh. And he smashed it like he just started the show. Like, it was incredible. He had the best gig of the, gig of the night. It was just, in, just the, the difference in level is madness. It's the astonishing lack of focus in the space that, that sort of took, made me think. Too much to look at. I, well, I've never been to a comedy at a, a, an arena before. Mm. And not just any arena, it's the O2, right? It's humongous. And I'm right at the back. And... Um, from my vantage point, looking at the stage when Partridge is on there, I mean, I can, you know, I can see him, but yeah. I can't see any facial. So what I did is I essentially, I'm watching TV for the whole time there. Yeah, You're yeah. watching the TVs to the sides. If you weren't, mm. you wouldn't be able to see what was happening. Yeah. But, you know, for £2.75, I didn't mind to go and sit there and watch TV. Oh, yeah. But it is, it's one of those things where how do you fill a stage that big if you're just standing there talking? Mm. Obviously, if you're doing a, a show like that, he's got a big screen. He's doing a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. There's backing dancers. Mm. There's, there, there's all sorts going on. Yeah. So that sort of helped, I think, hold people's attention when there was almost a constant stream of people walking around really? in the arena. Yeah. yeah. It started half an hour late because someone screwed the pooch and didn't realise how many... Basically, you know, it was 40-year-old blokes going who just want to drink right. in, in quite large groups. Mm. And there was hardly any bars open, hardly any bar staff. So the whole show started half an hour late. Uh, I was in the queue to get a drink in the interval. Uh, I was fifth in the queue. And they, with, by the time they called us back in, I'd got served. Wow. There was 500 people behind who didn't. Yeah. So I think they kept the bar open a bit mm. because there was the, the, the interval was about 40 minutes. So the show went way past 10. So facilities out of five? Oh, mate. <laughs> but th what you're saying about lots of things to see i think that's why lee evans is so effective is because he's just you can't take your eyes off him because of his the way he moves on stage and he uses so, the whole space whereas a lot of the comedians that were on that bill are kind of just stand there but here's comedians. the thing Mark, now it's going in the either opposite direction because when uh, during the interval i just saw they had some adverts uh, you know on the light strips around the around the the, the arena yeah and one of quip, them was the quip of the mark tour uh coming to the o2 i can't remember oh, whether, i'm not sure i can't remember if that was are we doing the o2 i don't think we're, we are doing london We've got some london dates in i'm sure oh no it's a leicester square theater ah, yeah okay. in london leicester square theater in london where, where else are we going yeah um, Barton on Humber, Leeds, Chorley, Bristol, Banbury, Brighton, Oxford, Burnham on Sea, Bridport, Norwich, Sale, Maidstone, Cambridge, Birmingham, Guildford, London, Derby, Leicester, Carlisle, Liverpool, and Cardiff. More dates to be added. If you want tickets, head over to martinsimmons.co.uk or any of the links in my bios on my social media. Oh, thanks for bringing that up, Danny. That was quite handy. No worries at all. Uh, have you been working on any other bits lately? Just something that might be a bit old hat, Mark. Old hat. It's you about something you thought about. Well, yeah, something I've been 
Because it's that time of year where we go through our notes on our phones, you know, and I've got two years worth to see what wheat I can separate from the chaff and, and, and you know, crowbar yes. into an Edinburgh show. Yeah. And so that's what I've been let's doing this last week. Right, let's road test it here. What, what, so what just, you got? Well, it was just about um, asking someone what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. I try to make myself a rule not to do it. Right. But it sometimes pops out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is because I think unless like you, you've got a joke or anything that someone says, why are you asking? Mm. Then my also point was I thinking, well, this I need to put my readers on now, is that when you ask someone what do you do for a living, right? I say, you know, why, why do I care what you do for a living? Yeah, because it's not like you're defined by what you do for a living. Because you know, if we're defined by what we do for a living, then as a comedian, I'd be an anxious, insecure, egomaniac, and you know, everyone agrees that Danny Ward's not an egomaniac. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, so, so, so the core of the joke is. You think everyone is thinking about Dan has made the that's the you are being an egomaniac because you assume everyone's thought about this. Is that the joke? The joke is that comedians are egomaniacs, like yeah. So, oh, so if you, I feel like there's a joke there, but you haven't even ah probably yeah. What's that then? Well, the fact that I I think everyone agrees that Danny Ward is an egomaniac is is that's that's an egomaniac. Yes, sort of that's thing. the joke. Yes, that that's the, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. I yeah. I did know that bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I feel like maybe that could be telegraphed more. Maybe. Have you tried that live? No. I'll be slotting that in tonight, I think. I think it's a bit subtle at the moment. Yes. <laughs> so so, so what, what would, how would you go into that bit? Would you sort of say, oh, comedians always ask people what they do for a living? No, I think what I do is say, what do you do for a living? They'd tell me. And, say, Actually, and then I'd say, they'd tell me. I'd go, well, why am I asking? Why do I care? Why does it matter yeah. what you do for a living? It's not like we get defined. We're not defined by what we, what we do for a living, yeah. are we? Because if we did, then as a comedian, I'd be an insecure egomaniac. And everyone knows Danny Ward's not an insecure egomaniac. I, I, I don't. So what? What? Okay, this, let's break this down. Why is is there a reason insecure's in there? Does that actually is that a part of the joke? Well, isn't that what people just think that comedians are naturally? Yeah, yeah, needy, but, yeah, but, insecure. But if it's not part of the joke, I feel like that might be confusing it a bit. I think you could go. Everyone just say I'm an egomaniac, ah. and then the concentration on egomaniac maniac for the yeah, joke that's it. would that's work. It better i think unless because i wasn't sh- i was trying to get my head around with the insecure thing is you asking people does that is that because you're insecure I, like is there a double layer there but i feel like that might be too much going on yeah maybe so, it's overcomplicated so, but um but but maybe then you maybe to really hammer the, it home is like i i mean i assume everybody here has thought about it and knows i feel, I feel like the punchline needs to be really spelled out to people yeah, because maybe maybe it's only comedians who think that comedians. Are. No, no, I think I think I think by saying egomaniacs, I think everyone can get on board with that because you're on stage, trying to make uh, strangers may, uh, laugh. Then maybe maybe you need to spell that out in the setup in saying you know comedians on stage trying to get everybody wants everyone's attention. People assume we're egomaniacs, and then go. But how did you word the punch? Everyone knows Danny Ward isn't. An egomaniac. It's just I've called myself in a third person, you see. That's the, the joke. Do you think that's the joke? Sort of. If you call, how can you not be an egomaniac if you but just refer like, yourself in a third person? No, no, person? no. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I think the fact... That, I, I think more so the fact that you assume everybody... Everybody knows you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like there's a better punch there. I feel like that's a bit... Well, I, I, I'll raise critical, it up the flagpole but... tonight, see who salutes. Yeah, 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 and see what the vibe is, because it's definitely something there. Yeah, I mean, this again... What, what, what's another thing you could... 
what what's another demonstration of being an egomaniac to like it like what 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 could you say that everyone would go that's an ego that's something an egomaniac would say i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just casting ahead here to the next piece I was going another piece. Well, no, it's just I'll save it, it for the. For, well, for no, Patreon. what it means because then it can lead into egomaniac. Say, oh, whilst but, but Dan, everyone knows Danny Ward's not an egomaniac. But whilst we're talking about me, and then that can lead into the Daniel De Winter piece. Oh yeah. So and do ob- you think? <laughs> and obviously, we're not talking about me. I'm talking about me. So, but but whilst we are talking about me, uh, I did some research recently. Found out that my granddad was adopted, and that could lead into the whole Daniel De Winter thing. But that obviously would only make sense no, to how, previous well, listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's perfect link. But I'm go- I'm going back. I feel like you can cut out the punchline and just go to that. So be- the me bit is the egomaniac, isn't it? So and they so you could say and everyone just assumes the comed- they just assume you know as a comedian I'm an egomaniac. Anyway, anyway, let me let's get back on track. More about me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's I feel like that spells out that you're egomaniac that you want to talk about yourself. That very, we've, we've stumbled on that. Yeah, that might be it. And then that leads into the nice Daniel De Winter yeah, piece, yes, which what I mean, is yeah. uh, two, two or three minutes long. So by my reckoning, plus the introductory video, which is two and a half minutes. You've got 10 minutes. I've got at least, let's not get cocky, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I've got at least nine and a half there. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, lovely. Okay, cracking. Um, two months countdown. Two months countdown, and you are getting it in real, well, not in real time. You're getting it in week a, a weekly chunk time is that a thing yeah sounds good we've got a cracking episode for you today we've only got blooming andrew white in the house here's andrew white so this is ideal time to do this so you just mm. had a preview and about to do another one so have you dropped any bits or have you just if there's something that didn't quite work have you just tried to tweak it um yeah there's a few tweaks i, I kind of more, my big problem at the moment is narrative more than jokes okay because kind of, um, i'm doing a lot of jokes that are are in i do in club sets anyway so i'm quite perhaps happy with the joke jokes just trying to right. make sure they fit with the show story oh so you, okay so you're creating a show around jokes mm. that already work so i sort of um i kind of the, the my club set and this show have kind of come up simultaneously right. it's been very convenient for me oh. to to run out the material and then see so, yeah, make it all fit together okay cool so have you got any examples of anything that you've uh oh, i mean you obviously don't want to give anything away mm-hmm. that you're going to do in the show this year but is there anything you've dropped from the show because it hasn't worked yet there's a few things that yeah I've, I've got a big a longer routine about football and being a football fan okay um because I'm quite quite camp and big musical <laughs> theatre fan, and I kind of don't fit as a football. Is that the hooligan? Yeah, yeah, and it's really oh, great. It's one of my favourite bits to do, but I, can't, I feel like I'm just shoehorning it in in the show, so I've had to oh, cut that. So that doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's really one of my favourite bits. What's, it, oh, what's the angle of the show? Um, it's about becoming wanting to become a gay icon, okay. ma- mainly out of spite to for all the men that have ghosted me. Um, gone straight after getting with me, uh, which, which I've managed to achieve with four men so far. Oh, lovely! Because um, I've become such a, such a gay icon, and so like you could start offering that as a service. For, <laughs> yeah. For, 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 well, that's one of the jokes of the, the show. Very is. homophobic parent. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the jokes. It's like oh, for right. a while, I thought I was the only effective conversion therapy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really funny. 
So how come the, the football show won't, the football bit won't fit in that? Because it's still in the same realm, is it not? Yeah, I, I mean, it may, it may do, it may come back into it. Well, have you just got a l- enough other stuff that yeah. fits better? I do have. Uh, I think that's more that is the stuff that fits better in the narrative. Oh. Although it's there in my back pocket if if I want it. Well, you can save that for next year, and you could build your whole show around, around football. Yeah, around football. Yeah. What, what football did you support? Bournemouth, AFC Bournemouth. Which is another... That's very an, success, they're very happy at the moment. Yeah, we just got promoted. Yeah, yeah. So that's another angle in that nobody... Next West Ham player manager you got there? Yes, Scott Parker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't go into such... Um, do you know Because I find it... I've, well, I've tried talking about football before on stage. And yeah. I find 50% of the audience always switch off. So do you think... Yes. So I, Yes, I, that's 100%. People don't... So yeah. I start from a musical theatre angle. Yes. And then I say, look, my musical theatre doesn't so, fit in at football. So that way, that's really nice because then mm. obviously the people that like football are still on board. Yeah. People that don't like football, you're, you're coming from the angle. Yeah, so you're coming from their angle. Yeah, almost. give them an in. That's good. I find that like some, sometimes things that you, happen are in, you do in your normal life don't match comedy. It's yeah. like I do taekwondo, and I've done it since I was five. Wow. I've competed quite a high level. I've taught it for years, but I can't mention that on stage. Because I never knew this. Exactly, exactly. Wow. But it doesn't fit mm-hmm. because as a comedian, and, and because I'm a bit of a sort of, I'm, I'm kind of the idiot in a lot of my jokes. Yeah. So well, as soon as you suddenly say you can fight... The dynamic completely changes. It's it's. Have you tried it? Do people get I, their I backs have, up? I have mentioned it, but it just doesn't fit. It doesn't mm. just go with the job. I don't yeah. think. It's, yeah, it's like I don't know. Unless it's like a character, because also as soon as you say you're a like a black belt and all that sort of stuff, the bloke, a lot of blokes in there will be like, "All oh, right, he reckons he's hard, does it?" Do you know what yeah, I mean? it's yeah. That kind of thing. I just don't think it suits stand up and the same with you and football I guess it's that same although mm-hmm. yours is about how you that you wouldn't think that would match yeah so I, yeah because when I've talked about football before I've talked about playing in goal and that and yeah it, or, or some of the kind of chance between the teams yeah and it's yeah just starting out by just talking about football you lose half the audience they don't they don't know about football they don't care about football they, yeah. they assume it's going to be really hate football yeah quite like aggressively so yeah. yeah it's never it never really clicked that also stuff. do you think if you're um so you're selling your show as the, the, the description you said mm-hmm. do you think i don't think that's going to attract football fans anyway no so maybe it's best to yeah so, yeah i don't know interesting mm-hmm. but like you say so you, you found that there's a definite difference when you change the angle in yeah that's great yeah that's yeah. cool it's a shame you can't do that but like i say yeah just have to well, what might happen is if you ever have a really ropey show up in Edinburgh, which like a Wednesday will definitely or happen, yeah. You'll get through the material so quick, you'll look at your watch like, I think I have time for the football. Do the football bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After my big show conclusion, I'm like, still got five. Here's, here's an encore <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fine. Um, so have you got anything down of bits that you sort of have liked in the past but couldn't actually get to work? Yeah, well, I'll start with the football one, actually. It's, oh, quite, it's just, um, I don't know, I think it's quite clever and I... It's um, but it does require a bit of knowledge about football chance. Okay, it's just you know it's hard because I'm Bournemouth and the South Coast, and you feel really bad. All these northern clubs come down, and you see the kind of the north north south divide. You know, there really is a lack of infrastructure funding up in the north because <laughs> all these northern fans they come down and they're just asking, "Is this a library? 
they don't know. They don't know what one looks like. It's, it's tragic. <laughs> but I, I think people don't know the chant, is this a library? Yeah, well, I don't know that chant, but I worked out what they were doing. Yeah. But that's because I, I, I guess because I know the sort of things that they chant. That's really funny. Thank <laughs> that's you. That's really funny. Have you got other ones like that? Yeah, I've got some, but they're kind of more accessible, like <laughs> once. Because you could go at the angle of them being really thick mm-hmm. and not knowing what a library is. Yeah, because oh, that's, that's the risk. When I, when I first wrote it down, yeah. I was like, I can't. You don't want to be attacking them too I much. So you start as if you're attacking the North-South Divide, but then you come off as you the You are the idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. So, that, so what what response does that get? It doesn't get anything. I mean, it's a case. Like sometimes people will be like, "Oh yeah, I get it," but I mean, most audiences and the majority of people in an audience don't really react to it. Ah, oh, that's. I don't know. Maybe is there anything you could, like in the fact that you can in the build up setting up that maybe because in that setup you don't really set up that Bournemouth is like a quiet boring not not say it's boring no, no, it. but, but like a, or a, and a lot of the because it's an old yeah there's yeah. a lot of old people in Bournemouth so in the in the actual in the longer bit about football I do talk about Bournemouth being very tame and right so may, maybe yeah D- but you, have you ever done that before you do that joke I think so I, right. yeah, I don't remember it ever going the oh, only that's time that's it really well. annoying. I think that's really funny but then again like you say if, if 50% of people just aren't don't know anything about football yeah they might switch off as soon just because you started talking about it. So in in some other bits, I do sing the chants. So maybe if I sing the chant and then do the joke, so that they oh. maybe if I have to create create the frame of reference is for them. Is this a, li- is it is just this a library? Is this a library? Is that how they do it? Yeah, I've never heard that one. But then, like I s- I'm a West Ham supporter, so I don't think anyone's ever shouted, "Is this a library no. at West Ham?" <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, that's fun. Um, okay, cool. Uh, what, what else have you got down? Um, well, I've got so I've got a mix of phone notes and physical notes. Great. Um, 
I got uh, I extended bit again. This is like a joke within a bit that's never quite worked. Right about um, conversion therapy, I talk about. Um, I thought it must be so confusing for Christian young gay Christian men. You know, they're told you know can't have any gay thoughts. You can't want to have sex with men or anything, and they get sent to conversion therapy to beat off the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't get anything. <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm really glad you're laughing at these. Honestly, the audiences, I'd never get anything from, from the Maybe it's in the, the way, because maybe it's, it's just it's delivered in a way that it doesn't feel like a punch. Hmm. That's I funny. Do, I do have a bad habit of throwing away punchlines. Right. Because I feel, I, I quite you like it. sort of... the bit too well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I need to properly so go for that. So why doesn't that work? So that's, so, how do you, how do you word the punchline again? Um... They're told they mustn't have gay thoughts, but then they're sent to conversion therapy to beat off the devil. They send them to beat off the devil. Or or we send them to... And then they send them to conversion therapy, where they're told to beat off the devil. Do you, I, like, does that feel like more of a punchline? Maybe like to beat off... The, yeah, really, like, lean into the word. It got a few likes on TikTok. I did it as a throwaway, like, filmed it in a camera ca- for TikTok, and that got a few likes. Oh, it did? Yeah. I was just thinking, can you, like... How can you get across? Do you think? What do you think the audience don't know what to beat off someone is? I did wonder this. Yeah, maybe it's I've kind of overstretched the how common that phrase is. I mean, I I personally don't ever like like any a joke being too on the nose, like too obvious. Mm -hmm. But would actually miming beat off the the devil? devil. Yeah, just to catch everyone. Would, Would that work? Maybe. Yeah. How many times have you done that one? Twice. I mean, only twice. Okay. Yeah. But beat off the devil. Is that... Oh, and also then, is that actually what they say? No. I, do, I think, again, I think I've invented the... F- that might be an issue. Because I, cause I, with it not with it being something that isn't generally said... Yeah. Would, 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 would like the people say, you must beat off the devil? Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like I have heard that, like, yelled like, by like some, like, kind of... Over, over enthusiastic. I feel like maybe you went. What if you went to conversion therapy? You were forced to go, and and she said, and it was go. It was awful until she, the nun said, I should beat off the devil. I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe that's uh, the angle of someone intro. says to you, beat off the devil, and then you do the pun- the punches, the reaction to. That's yeah. That n- yeah. That's a double joke of it's the wordplay and also me being. It being horny, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I noticed that generally conversation jokes tend to work better mm-hmm. than just relaying something that's going on. So her, you reacted to her because it's your misunderstanding. Then, yeah, she said, "Beat off the devil." I was like, "What would be a, a response to? Have you got some lube, or that's that's a bit too on the nose?" But oh, where is he? We're just going where? Yeah, no, beat off the sure. devil. Yes, yeah, oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's that. But I mean. Yeah, if you're beat, like I was just trying to think, can they take that at face value that you're gonna, you want to know where he is so you can beat him off? Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't, because if you're beating someone off, as in the devil, get rid of him. Yeah, he's gonna be right there anyway, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yeah, maybe if you say, it, do you think by saying it in a camp way, like where is he, would help get across what you're saying? Yeah, maybe because I'm not. Oh I'm yeah, where is he? <laughs> I, I think. To me, that's r- I I th- I think that's funny. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really ma- that's yeah. I think, I think that's really good. Where is he? 
Mexico. Where yeah, it's or and uh, try that, and I feel like I try it today because that way you're not setting the Joe Cup as when you say beat off the devil. That's not the punch, so you're not expecting where where that that saying might not be that that might not be a real saying. Yeah, but by her saying it to you that creates it that it is a real it's saying it's my misunderstanding then yeah, yeah. and also it, that must be a real saying from the Christian person because they're saying it to you yeah, yeah. so you're almost forcing the audience the to know yeah. something that doesn't really exist yeah so similar to the, the is there a library chant is this library then if I ch- do it if I put it in somebody else's mouth first then it exists even if you don't yes. know it yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's true yeah mm. That's good. I think yeah, you should try that. That's yeah, I'll do it today because yeah. in the show I do have a... The oh, and I think really camp goes sort of... Oh, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Really... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is he? Hello, everybody. Mark Simmons here from The Present. Um, I thought you might like to know that after we recorded the interview, Andrew tried the joke. He then sent me the audio and, you know, I thought you guys might be interested. So here it is. And then these instructors at the conversion therapy camps are like, we must beat off the devil. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Sounds like my cup of tea. Okay, everyone. Back to the show. Because mm-hmm. I do dip into camp very occasionally. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm fairly kind of flamboyant, I guess, but like camp camp, I only, yeah, yeah. I only kind of dial up when I need it. In stand-up. In stand-up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. And that, that, well, I mean, that... That probably adds so much to it when you do it if you don't if it's not all the time. Yeah, it, it does. Help. That's interesting. So what? Don't t- say to tell us a joke, but what other situation would you camp up? Th- a bit. Um, uh, there's a in, in the, I've got these rainbow trainers on, and I go. Um, oh, I've got these rainbow trainers because I'm. Okay. I start like doing like limp wristed and get kind of like right. quite yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, um, <laughs> quite clearly physically camp. Yeah, and yeah. The the rug pull, rug pull is because I love the NHS. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah, really funny. Is that in the new show? No, no, it's not. Oh, really. that's because I, 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 I don't want to. I didn't want any material that I had to wear something for. Right. So if I've got these on in a club sh- set, I'll do it because it's there. Yeah. But I, I'm, I don't want to wear. Why is that? Why? Do, why is that? I don't know. I feel. Cause I feel guilty, kind of almost like it's set up in a prop, and I, I worry as well that the audience will be like, "Oh, well, he just wore that for that." Are they the rainbow? These are the ones, they yeah. Can't, they can't really see anyway, so that... No, yeah. But you could say that with anything anything rainbowy you've got on, you could do, couldn't you? Same yeah. would still work. I do, because oh, I've, I've got another bit about the rainbow shoes in... Um, and I used to only do it if I had the shoes on. And then rec- I've recently I've got to wear them, but I, I, I really wanted to do the bit. So I just referenced them. I said, oh, I've got these rainbow shoes. Yeah. And the bit worked fine. I didn't, I didn't right. need, they didn't need to see it. No, no. Uh, and you're right, actually, most people won't be able to see it. So you, c- you could do that all the time anyway. Yeah. I've got, I've got these. Rainbow w- trainers. Yeah, yeah, I'm really annoyed. Or anything. Don't have to be trainers. You could literally say a shirt. Yeah. Norm- normally on stage I wear a rainbow shirt because, uh, you know. That's, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so would you add that to the show then if you could do it without having to... Maybe. Uh, you know what, though? I mean, It's quite a nice in, I guess. Yeah. Do, you, do you like to establish... That you're gay in at the beginning. Well, this is in, so I'm trying not to actually. Um, yeah. I mean, the show's called Andrew White brackets, but not in a gay way. <laughs> so I, I feel like from the title and the description, you'll you'll know. Yeah. I kind of, 
there was an interesting thing Susie Ruffle did her sh- when I went to see her show in 2019 mm. she just got into the show she didn't have like a coming out joke and stuff and, and but do you think that is maybe because she's like quite well known she is high, now. Yeah, high profile but there was something very kind of yeah. I know for me as a, as a queer person to not have somebody like explain themselves on stage yeah yeah so i kind of i try and i try and not where i can i don't i don't like necessarily i used to have loads of like coming out jokes in my you know in my back pocket to yeah could be like hey look here's the situation but i kind of don't want to do that anymore so so if you didn't do that have you got any jokes that are about being gay yeah. in the show so would if you suddenly s- went into the joke would they would the jokes still sort of work without them being told or is there a moment where everyone's going, oh, he's gay, and then... Yeah, I wonder, yeah. I don't know whether... Yeah, maybe there's some material that I can't do very early on. Yeah. Because I think that it will be such such a gear change. I don't mm. know if I'm talking about uh, ten-man orgies or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's probably quite a lot. That's <laughs> a lot of men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm eight max. <laughs> Oh, right, that's interesting, yeah. But if just referencing, I don't know, a boyfriend or a boy crush, I feel like yeah. that's that's a gentle enough sort of thing. It's like yeah, because then up. you go into the joke, so you don't, the, the joke isn't boyfriend, the, mm. it's just the lead in, so yeah, so that's not going to sway the laugh mm. while they're going, oh, right, he's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Also, wh- where the show's called, I mean, yeah, at the, the festival title. here, it's not got a title. Right. So maybe I will have to reference it, but um, at the fringe, I'm hoping people will just know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Unless they're thinking, but not in a gay way, and it's like, oh, finally, some straight stand-up. <laughs> that should be a, that could be one of your jokes. That's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll reference because I do have a joke about the titling of the show, so maybe I'll, I'll put it into that. I feel like, oh, we, we thought we thought it was like a, a blessed relief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finally, no, no more puffs, puff prancing about the stage. <laughs> okay, cool. What else have you got, Dan? Yeah, let's see what I've um. I, again, this kind of comes back to to gay labels and queer labels. I say like I say I'm gay, but I'm I'm probably because I say I'm gay because I'm ninety five percent of the people I'm attracted to are men. Right. Um. Uh. I mean, so I mean, really, I'd, I'd be on the bisexual spectrum, but for me, practically, it's so much easier to stay gay. Yeah. And also, of the five percent of women I fancy, most of them are boyish lesbians. <laughs> so uh, that feels like an optical <laughs> trip up rather than any sort of yeah. sexuality change. Um, so, uh, yeah. So uh, th- there's that, that as the, uh, tr- as a truth and then saying, um, Oh, but I, I don't care. I don't care about the label. I don't care what you call me. I, that's just for, for me, practically it's just easier to say I'm gay. It explains it in the quickest way. Yeah. I don't need gay as a label for myself. I need gay as a label for my career. I'm just um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, so, what happens with that the when you when you do it, reaction wise to the different bits? The career bits, fine. That works all right. Like people the final punch, you mean? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But people, I think, I don't know whether it's too conceptual about the sort of being ninety five percent attracted to ninety five percent men, and boyish lesbians, and that kind of being an optical trip up. I don't know whether that's that yeah. doesn't get as good a reaction. No, I mean, there's quite a lot to take in, isn't there? I've done it in front of a queer audience. I did it kind of a quite a, uh, an LGBT-heavy night, yeah. and it went well. Okay. But all other crowds, it's yeah, it's quite a lot to take in. Because yeah, I guess if you don't... I suppose, yeah, they're just trying to process 
what that means, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, so so but w- so w- when you do that bit, if that last bit works, mm-hmm. do you would you not you d- is it too long a build up for you without consistent last to get to that one punch? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly. It doesn't feel like so. It's so so, so you need to, so yeah. So I think that's quite a fun bit about the ninety five percent. Would you try and think of another angle to try and find the joke within that? Like, would you sit and try and think of another way of getting a laugh in that section? Yeah, I think it needs more around it. Mm. It's, that's not kind of... And why am I saying that? Where does that come from? Kind of out of nowhere, isn't it? Yeah. What, you mean the, the, the... I say I'm gay, but, you know, it's only because it's easiest. Yeah. Also, I mean, th- th- I mean, this may at the moment it's not causing any issues, but it's down the line, um, there is a, I don't know if you heard the concept of bi erasure. Bi bi erasure. Bi erasure. Bisexual erasure. No, I don't know what that it's is. It's kind of um, quite, often done quite maliciously, where somebody will either say, um, "Oh, you know, if you're bi, you've just not made up your mind. You're actually gay, or you're actually straight, or." Um, and it's, it's oh, this yeah. is people's judgment of those people. Yeah, yeah. So me, right. I worry that maybe me saying that I'm on the bisexual spectrum but identifying as gay, whether that's going to be a problem in a couple of years' time. Oh. Um, but I mean, I, I'm. That, that is basically the truth of it. it I'm, so I'm yeah, because so, so 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 is the rule within the labels if there's any percentage that you might be attracted to a woman. That's you have to be labelled as bi. Maybe this is it. Could maybe because it. Maybe I have to make this argument that it's just personal to me. Because I don't care if somebody says, "Oh, well, you're bi," then it's like, "Oh, I don't care." Well, yeah, it yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. This is. Oh, it doesn't matter what you call me or what I call myself. Who I'm attracted to is who I'm attracted to. But it almost feels like a waste of time saying you're bi because nearly th- it's probably never even going to. Yeah. Well, how occur. I explained it to my friends when I first came out was because I did. I came out as bi first, and then I was right. like, "No, I am just gay." It's like, you know, if there was like a beach full of, I don't know, a hundred topless people, 50-50. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, no, if it was a be- beach full of a hundred topless women and like one who are like beautiful and one kind of all right looking topless um, man. I just need to I- visualise this. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, got it, I- I'm there. What's uh, happening? So a hundred topless women. Yeah. Very attractive. Oh, and brilliant. One like kind of <laughs> <laughs> medium attractive topless man. I- I'd go straight to the man. Okay. So that I mean that feels pretty gay, right? Well, in this, that's me, mate, because I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the only guy on that beach at the moment. So you're 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 in paradise, <laughs> and I'm just staring at you, Mark. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Mm. That's pretty gay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should say that. Cause that's the true story. That's how I explained it to my. To my yeah, but that's quite a nice way of mm. getting it across. That is fun. Yeah, it's, it's worth trying, isn't it, on yeah, stage yeah. and seeing if it, if you'll you'll get a vibe if there's something in in it as a bit. I think if mm. you if you say it. Oh yeah, I do. Uh, there's a there's a lovely gig in the Bill Murray every month called Giggless, which is, which oh, is yeah. the crowd that's very very queer that I've tried a lot of stuff at. Yeah. So I'll maybe I'll, I'll I'll run it out there in a bit of a safe space. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. So so if you do a gig to like a quite a queer audience. Mm-hmm. Would if your if you say something that isn't cool or isn't quite could be problematic? Would would you is that a good place that they would tell you? Do you think? Yeah, because actually, um, or if they don't laugh, is that just the indicator that it's not? Yeah, I feel like it's either gone one or two ways. It's either I've either dumbed it down 
too much and they feel patronized as like, well, yeah, we know that. Right. Or I've, um, or I have kind of overstepped the mark. But they won't, you know, they won't, won't get up in arms about it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, um, yeah, you just won't get the laugh. Yeah. It's useful. Yeah, I yeah. kind of, I try and, you know, ideally I'd want, um, you know, straight people are welcome at my shows. You are welcome. <laughs> There's not, not door policy. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, a kind of queer audience is what I'm aiming for, really. Oh, uh, nice. Um, yeah. Just because it's, th- you know, you've got a shared language and... Um, yeah. Well, actually, I tell you, I do have this as, I have this as a bit. My dream audience, my dream front row, it's it's a daughter who, who's, um, she's doing a musical theatre course. Um, she, she's great. You know, financially, she's not going to support me a lot in my career, but it, she's, she's lovely. She's a great audience member. Yeah. Uh, a gay son who's academic. He's doing a PhD, maybe. He's fit. Um, he's fit. He's yeah. Gay son. He's, he's great. There's maybe a bit of chemistry there. <laughs> a, a mum who loves Elton John. Big Elton John fan. Think Graham Norton's a real hoot. <laughs> she's she's lovely. They're, they're, they're all them. They're they're on the front row. And then the fourth person is a dad who just fucking hates me. <laughs> just like really despises my my very being. Like I, I want him to hate me so much that it puts his son's coming out story back about two years. That's what. <laughs> I, that's my dream. That's my dream front row. Uh, do you say this in the in the show? No, I just break it out. Like sometimes um, if an audience is. If I slip into a bit of back and forth with an audience, I'll kind of say, you're not my dream audience. So I'll take you, of course, but, you know, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, and then yeah, I'll yeah, describe yeah. my dream audience. Oh, that's good. And that works, does it? Yeah, that's yeah. all like that. Andrew White! Ha, 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 hashtag awooga to Andrew White. There we go. Great, great, great stuff. Great content, great episode. Any feedback, let us know at Jokes with Mark across all social media. We love hearing from you. I've had a couple of comments about the um, what do you call that? What I just did, jingle, the the new jingle. Those that you don't know, um, I haven't. I, I do. I, I mean, I could get Joel to send me the the real jingle. Let us know whether you uh, which you prefer. Let's have a vote. Let me know on social media at Jokes with Mark. Do you prefer the new jingle, which I am doing, uh, freestyle, or the old jingle? Let us know. Um, I gigged with uh, comedian Sean Gorman. Do you know Sean Gorman? Yeah. Um, he said to me, he, he, I think he said, he said it's, it sounds funny, but he said it's out of tune. He said, he said my, my jingle's out of tune. And I, I, I didn't know. That sounds I, perfectly I, pitched to me, Mark. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even know you could have that out of tune. It's just sort of. How would you do it? <laughs> what show is that? Blind date. Oh, of course it is. Um, if you, that's not the end of the episode. Uh, if you'd like to listen to the full episode, head over to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark for all the bonus content. Over a hundred extra podcasts over there. Go check it out. Okay, Danny, anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you? Nothing more from me, Danny. Hashtag Awooga, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.